Hey, man. What's up? Have you ever heard of Freedom Land USA? Freedom Land USA. Yeah, grew up there, baby. Southwest <laughs> Missouri. That's just that's just what we call it here. And if you're listening from outside the U.S., all we call it is just Freedom Land. Freedom we don't Land even- USA, baby, a.k.a. Branson, Missouri. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've got the ball knobbers. We've got the ball knobbers. <laughs> Couldn't think of another act. Oh, the Clay Cooper Country Express. Yeah, um, yeah. We've got a we've got a group of old guys who pretend they're the Beatles every Thursday afternoon. Yeah, we've got the think about some of the shows that exist in Branson. I think about this a lot. Why? Why? You know, and that's really the yeah, only question yeah. I have there. There straight up is a Beatles tribute band and they yeah. sell tickets. Yeah, it's pretty phenomenal and I, like they they know practice. their audience. They know their audience. <laughs> you know? Hey, you got good hips, son. You want to be my Cinderella? For a quarter, you get to see For what a an quarter. episode is like with the lights off. Got from the airport. Look <laughs> <laughs> at that. I took it from JFK. <laughs> That's the joke you want to make? That's disgusting. Legally, <laughs> we can't, can't tell you, you no. Know. He said the Great Chicago Fire was devastating for the city of Chicago, but really, really helpful for our theme park. <laughs> Things I learned last night. So, Freedom Land USA. Yeah, can you guess what it is? Oh man, I want to guess that it's a cult. Oh gosh, I kind of wish it was. <laughs> uh, no, it's not a cult. It's a roadside a cult. attraction. Uh, sorta. That's closer. Um, okay. It's it was a theme park that opened in June nineteenth, nineteen sixty. Okay. Um, and it was a huge success. <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Where at New York in the Bronx? Um, so you say it like that in the Bronx. <laughs> I just said Bronx. New York <laughs> in the Bronx. What is your deal? I just said Bronx. Yeah, but you said it weird in the Bronx in the Bronx. Yeah, you can't. That, New York. It, that's the letters the Bronx. phonetically Bronx is pronounced Bronx. like that Bronx. You can't say you can't say you can't Bronx. say Bronx. Yeah, you gotta you go Bronx. It's impossible. Stupid. So is, was it really in New York? Yeah, it's in the Bronx. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's yeah, totally I thought you were true. being dumb. No, it's in the Bronx. Freedom Land USA. Uh, yeah. So Freedom Land USA. Uh, to paint the picture for this, we need to look at the guy who started it a little bit to paint like the Vince backstory. McMahon. <laughs> It was early sixties. He was, was very young. He was just a child. Just a wee <laughs> lad in He's the like, Bronx. Someone give me thirteen million dollars. I want to open Freedom Land. Well, with this little walk, even as a toddler. <laughs> as a toddler. Uh, and no, it was started by this guy named C. V. Wood. Um, and there's a little bit of gray area. I, I should say this guy. Um, he's kind of a mystic figure um, because. Even his name, no one's really sure if that's his real name. If it's legit, so um, allegedly, CV Wood stands for Cornelius Vanderbilt Wood, which is such a cool Cornelius. Yeah, I wish it would make a comeback. Yeah, um, this is my son, other, Cornelius. I'll just use it. Make the use it. Yeah. Do you think that's what Neil is short for? Maybe people named Neil. Neil. If your name's Neil. Send us a message or leave a comment and tell us what it's short for. (laughs) Neilard. No. Uh, Another another theory is that his name is Comrade uh, Vanderbilt or Commodore Vanderbilt Wood. Commodore. Commodore Vanderbilt Wood. Uh, But he, uh, when he was asked, like by reporters, no, he would say, they would say, "What does CV stand for?" And he would say, "C for nothing, V for nothing." So, I don't know. Who this Your guy name is Cussing Vossing. <laughs> 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 All right, Mister Cussing Vossing. Um, where do we go from here? C for nothing. V C for, for nothing. That's v for nothing. Suspicious. Dude. I know. Yeah, that's like whenever I was working at Chick Fil A, yeah. and uh, I'd be like, "Hey, can I have a name for the order?" And someone would go, "Why?" And I was like, "Cause I'm gonna hunt you down. I'm gonna come to your house after this, and I'm gonna like take all your knickknacks while you're sleeping. What do you think? I'm gonna call your name out for your order. You absolute psycho! Like, yeah, can I have a name for your order? Why? 
I don't know, dude. I'm gonna steal your identity. Have you hey, ever been freaking, to a place you ever like been this? To a restaurant? You ever <laughs> yeah. been? You ever been to the public before? <laughs> what do you? <laughs> yeah, put my name as Merry Christmas, so you have to say it. We already say that here. <laughs> um, okay, we so call it Christmas. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, he. Uh, but he preferred from a young age CV. just Woody. He just wanted oh. to go by Woody. Uh, CV's cool is though. CV is pretty cool. Honestly, Cornelius Wood is pretty. Cornelius Vanderbilt's cool. Cornelius Commodore Wood is cool. Vanderbilt is cool. Com- Commodore. Commodore. Vanderbilt. I thought you said Bob Bobblador. Bob Bob Twist. Commodore's a cool name. And so he he preferred uh, uh, Woodsy. Woodsy. He went by Woodsy. 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 Um. But anyway, so he he was born in Oklahoma, but then his family moved to Amarillo, Texas. Um, so just the boring parts. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then went through uh, uh, middle school, high school, whatever. Went to college at Hardin Simmons University in Abilene, um, where he actually became a champion trick roper for the school's cowboy marching band. Uh, so all of that. Yeah, the whole <laughs> sentence there, huh? <laughs> I mean, if you're a trick roper for your local Cowboys marching band. Yeah, what <laughs> feels like uh, you auditioned to be in the band and the band yeah. director was like, can you do it on a horse? <laughs> Musical talent. I mean, nothing, you know, no, no, no. They don't do it on a horse. The trick roping stuff. That's not done on a horse. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I grew up a mountain about dude. that. So they freaking it's like they it's you know what it is. What? It is the cowboy equivalent of those girls downtown the hula hoop. You understand what I'm talking <laughs> about and they do like the weird stuff with their hands and they got the hula and they just do it on their <laughs> ankles. Up. It's that with a cowboy hat on uh, and some okay. masculinity. Yeah, there's that, no hip movements that makes sense. They pick up a rope is, and they make it to where and they they, they, they mm-hmm. giddy up through it or whatever. Uh, yeah, you know, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen yeah, that. yeah. Now that you're saying that so he was a champion at that. Yeah, uh, pretty the good. best pretty good at that. Um, well, he stayed there for a couple of years, studied engineering, and then dropped out and just went straight to um, a pretty major aircraft manufacturing company called Convair and just lied and said he had his degree and they believed him. Um, and so he just started engineering his airplanes. Yeah, he was just like, <laughs> yeah, I got my degree and they were like, cool, uh, you're hired. Build an airplane for us. And so and he was like, I know how to do that. <laughs> Like I, I don't, I don't understand. And that so, makes me very <laughs> secure in the <laughs> amount of flights that I take. <laughs> and so he he worked there for a few years. Um, after that, he was able to kind of take the next step into his career and work for SRI, um, which you might remember from a remote viewing episode. Yeah, they make that hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is SRI? Racha. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sriracha. <laughs> Yeah, they they spent years studying if it was possible to travel to different planets using only engineer. your mind, and then also made this hot sauce. Huh? <laughs> That's what they they traveled to. Everybody Venus. makes a hot sauce these days. They there's so many Venus. hot sauces. <laughs> Every year, there's a new hot sauce. Here's my family recipe. <laughs> Thanks for turning the Empire State Building. Here's the Empire. State Here's a hot picture sauce. of an old lady I found on the internet, but I'm going to tell you it's my grandma <laughs> who makes this salsa, and you should buy it. And it'll go viral on TikTok, even though that lady does not exist. Yeah. Oh, she exists. She exists a picture of. Well, I don't know. You know, could a be a fake, fake person. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So he worked at SRI. You want to create a deep fake person to sell some salsa? Yeah, let's We're do gonna it. move some sriracha. Yeah, let's do it. Let's make a deep fake person to sponsor, uh, to be our. Watch their commercial right now. Some people are going to hear it. Some people are going to hear silence. Yeah, yeah, you know, it just depends if you believe it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have enough faith to hear. Yeah, well, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> I guess uh, so. So he's just faking his if, way through. If, if you didn't hear the remote viewing episode, SRI stands for Stanford Research Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and a, we're going to play that episode now. Yes, here it is. <laughs> Don't do the theme song. <laughs> so it's a company uh, that just researches stuff, and they got contracted by the government to research a lot of really fringe stuff. Yeah. Um, but they also did like some legitimate like engineering and research projects. Um, 
including one for Walt Disney. And so Disney hired SRI to do the, um, the viability study for the original Disneyland. And so interesting. Uh, this guy, so CV Wood, sees all this. Well, he was the guy he, that was assigned to that project. He's so like, no, he wait a minute. This study. is, I would call this viable. Yeah. <laughs> he said this could work. Um, and he just has this charm to him, which is why I think he was able to build a career in engineering without any like, you know, charisma. Yeah. Like, well, I was going to say without any. Um, no, he has charisma. That's he what has I'm charisma. He has no accreditation. Um, but yeah, so he kind of uh, did this thing for this viability study for Walt and Walt loved him. Walt was like, this is a great guy. I really like him. Yeah, and so he hired him as the first employee of Walt Disneyland. Oh. And he was the VP of operations for what you're going to say you're in the gift shop, but I like it. <laughs> hey, I like hey, I like you got <laughs> spunk kid. You know the way you do those weird rope things. That's pretty neat. Um, how would you like? Have you heard of Cinderella plush toys? <laughs> uh, hey, you got good hips, son. You want to be my Cinderella? <laughs> that went a super weird direction that I wasn't ready for. Uh, I don't like the I don't like the accent. I don't like the you got good hips, son. I don't like the comma son in that sentence. You know what I'm saying? That's what made me really uncomfortable about that was the comma son. Um, what can we say? You got good hips. Got good hips. That's what he was looking for when he was looking for a Cinderella. You know, a dude with great famous hips. for her hips. <laughs> What are you talking about? Uh, anyways, he got hired as VP <laughs> of operations for Disneyland. Okay, um, and that's in the fifties. <clears throat> yeah, right before Disneyland launched. Well, before Landed. they even started construction or anything. So he called up all his old high school buds, no credentials, and hired them all as like VPs and COOs and everything for the park. Um, and was like, we're gonna build this world famous theme park. Theme park, real quick. Did they? Did he call it a world famous then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, We're gonna build this. It's like Nathan's Hot Dogs. It's like if we just call it world famous, they'll be. Or famous. it's like any restaurant that has sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's our famous sweet it's tea. Our famous. I think we're overusing the word. You know. <laughs> Once he starts working for him, Walt's like, "Oh, I don't like this guy." Like he realizes pretty quick. He's like, "This You're guy weird. is a liar." He's like, "This guy is like his whole game is just to kind of." swoon you and get you excited about him and then go as far up the ladder as he possibly can and then get out and go and to, then switch to a different ladder. Yeah, um, and so Walt didn't like him, but he didn't have like a good reason to can him yet. Like he couldn't legally just be like, I don't like you, so you're fired. Um, and so he was like looking for a reason to get rid of him. Well, he builds the park, does the whole thing, and uh, the launch was kind of a disaster um, okay. for Disneyland for Disneyland. So Disneyland's launch like I mean, everyone was hyped because it was Disneyland and it got good like reviews from the public, but from critics, it was pretty bad because a lot of the rides weren't done yet. Um, so a lot of the park wasn't open. Even the concrete at certain points was not fully dry. So women's <laughs> heels were getting stuck in the concrete. <laughs> Kids were just stuck, <laughs> still stuck to this day. <laughs> hey, welcome to Disney. <laughs> if you go to Disneyland, there's just like a like a bunch of empty shoes. <laughs> Stuck in the concrete because they just had to slip their yeah. feet out. Yep, 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 yep. But you had to. What you have to do is you can't slip your feet out and step into more wet <clears throat> concrete. Yeah, you have to wait till it dries yep. and then take your feet out of the shoes, and the shoes are just there forever. Yep, you never, you can never see them. And then, uh, what what happens is there's like hundreds of all of these shoes in this yeah. one section of the park, um, and you see them, and then all of a sudden it just is one set of shoes, and it's like, well, that's where Jesus carried. Jesus <laughs> carried all those kids. <laughs> Yeah, did you see the the one set of shoes on the Disneyland (laughs) sidewalk? Yeah, that's where Jesus carried them. Uh, So it didn't go well, and so while it's like here's my opportunity, I got that poem in my bathroom at home. Sketchers on the pavement. (laughs) You know, Uh, so so it didn't go well, and so um, so did the opening, did the launching of Disneyland not go well because of what CV did, or yeah, like he just kind of just won it, just dropped the ball. Yeah, he dropped the ball in a lot of areas, um, and so like, like it's cool guys. Yeah, and so a lot of stuff wasn't done. He didn't. He he had it understaffed, um, and it was just like it wasn't to the quality that Disney usually but puts things to. I you know? thought that the boomers always say that everyone worked hard back then. <laughs> 
<laughs> not CV. You're telling me that it's the same. <laughs> Okay, uh, so back uh, in my day, <laughs> so he got fired, but then he was like, I got Disneyland on my resume, and so yeah, he just went what, to Denver. Isn't that stupid? And he found some rich investor, and he's like, hey, I made I Disneyland. Disneyland. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I made Disneyland. You, you want to build, build a park? an airport? <laughs> <laughs> the guy was like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> so he goes to Denver and he pitches Magic Mountain, which was um, a mountain. Uh, in Golden, magic. Colorado, that he was going to just turn the mountain into a theme park. It was supposed to be this like big Colorado history tour and with okay. all a bunch of rides and stuff. You're going to learn about the dinosaurs and the gold and all the stuff that's like Colorado, right? Well, uh, they did it, and but they ran out of funding halfway through the investor, and so it kind of got canned. So then he went and he started a, n- a new one called Pleasure Island in Wakefield, Massachusetts. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, which uh, did open yep. wasn't nearly as successful. Um, <clears throat> and then it's interesting to me how many theme parks there are. I know, you know, yeah. like Silver Dollar City just exists, and yeah. a lot of people don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, there's lots of theme parks. I mean, a lot of like, I mean, I bet every state has a few. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, a, like a I've few. never been to the Six Flags in St. Louis. Yeah, neither have I. Oh no, you didn't grow up here. Did oh, you go to go, Did you go to Magic Mountain? Magic Mountain wasn't a thing. I went to Six Flags over Denver, mm. but it's not that anymore. Now it's Yellowish Gardens. Mm. But anyways, um, uh, so the uh, uh, that was like a moderate. So success. he started doing theme parks. Theme parks. Though. He would just find investors. That was like his theme like. Parks. Oh, this is money yeah. makers. And then he'd call up his old friends. He'd be like, "Hey, we're doing another one." And then they'd come with him. Well, then he goes to New York and uh, he finds an investor in New York um, by the name of William Zeckendorf. Uh, who just had like 84 acres in the Bronx um, and in the uh, where the Bronx uh, okay. <laughs> and he talked him into giving him 13 million dollars to start a theme park uh, which would become Freedom Land USA. Okay uh, and Freedom Land uh, honestly I think to get the picture all you need to know about it is the map. Um, if you see the map of this park it's 84 acres. Okay. In the middle of the Bronx. Yeah. Um, and uh, here. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with too many advertisements during the Tillin podcast? <laughs> Have we got good news for you? Our patrons enjoy ad-free experience and they get early access to content, behind the scenes stuff, exclusive merchandise, and access to a private Discord channel where we all are in it, our producers and the hosts. So if you'd like to be a patron today and Solve that problem. Why don't you text Tillin to 66866? This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we're about halfway through quarter one, which means pretty much all of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions already. (laughs) And look, I get it. It becomes really easy this time of year to start skipping out on the things that you committed to. But I have a secret for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know my therapist helps me find all the areas where not only I need to work, but areas where I'm doing a good job and can uh, continue to excel in those areas. And it's super helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Hey, it's that time of year again, which means every night you wake up in the middle of the night freezing cold, and so you get a bunch of blankets, and then you wake up a couple hours later, and you're burning up. So you take all the blankets off and repeat the cycle all night long. Well, I got good news for you. Miracle Made has the solution. Miracle Made has silver-infused fabrics that are inspired by NASA that makes the sheets thermoregulated, and they're designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long. So if you need to be cooler, it helps keep you cooler. If you need to be warmer, it helps keep you warmer. And it's that same silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth, which means these sheets stay clean 
cleaner and fresher three times longer than traditional bed sheets. So no more gross odors. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our code Tillin, that's T-I-L-L-N at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20% off. Miracle is so confident in their product that is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Tillin and use the code Tillin to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Tillin to treat yourself. Thanks again to Miracle Made for sponsoring this episode. This is this is this is the park. <laughs> it's literally the continental United States. Okay. And <clears throat> this is uh-huh. Uh and so the idea The idea was that it would be the United States. Like they would do all the Florida stuff down here mm-hmm. and all the California stuff. Yeah. And so like every area would be themed to that geographic region of the yeah. country. Love that the middle doesn't have a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's it. just open. Uh just a whole lot of nothing over there. Um, and the Great Lakes, even. Yep, yep. They, that's a six-foot deep lake that they dug. <laughs> it's ten million uh, gallons of water uh, that they poured into that. Does this still exist? Uh, no, no. It does. It does not. Now, it's is a, there something else there? Yeah, it's a bunch of condos. Uh, <laughs> but is the six-foot deep lake still there? <laughs> I don't think so. Let's take. A, I'm saying. Let's take a like, quick Can peek. you Google satellite this or whatever? So the idea was that. You know, all the Texas stuff would have like the Texas World Fair down here. Yeah. And then California, they would put the Hollywood sign and it would be like California out there. Mm-hmm. And so you could you could travel the entire they made it like what's his deal with Michigan? He loves Michigan. Like he was like, I want to make the actual shape of Michigan. <laughs> well, he wanted to make the Great Lakes. Great Lakes, yeah. Um how odd. <laughs> what a weird decision. Yeah, so um and then they they make mountains? Yeah. Yeah, they put those little mountains in there. So like there's actually a picture. Is this, is this a train that goes around? Is that what that is? Yeah, so there's there's a couple of modes of transportation throughout the park. I can't get maps. Is this to 84 right now. acres? The 84 acres. Yeah. How big is that? Um 34 hectares. How how <laughs> help me understand. Help me visualize. Okay. How many acres are between where I live and where you live? Hold on. I'm just going to convert acres to miles. Um Like how wide is this? I don't know. Well, they think of the San Francisco Bay. Like he really built it. Okay, so this isn't that big. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. So a square mile uh-huh. is 640 acres. So this is significantly less than a mile, but that doesn't check out to me because there is like how they said that the stuff? train. They said the train route is a mile. In the and one of the things I read. So well, sure, but if you stretch that out, obviously, look. If you take that train route, yeah. And you if stretch you take it your intestines middle, and you stretch it out across the planet, it'll go across the planet sixteen times. <laughs> I don't think that's true. It's not true at all. Yeah, <laughs> it couldn't be any less true. Um, yeah. So it's. Oh wait, hold on, hold on. So it's all within a square mile, within an eighth of a mile. There's no way. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay. Okay. So they they had two hundred and five acres for the site. Okay. The park itself, within the bounds, was eighty five acres. Okay. Um, or the rest of it was parking in the hotel. Outside yeah, I'm just trying it, to I'm just trying to entry get a better. So yeah. So about a mile, roughly a mile worth of stuff. In okay. There. So I'm. I, it's not gigantic. So it's, and it's also kind of packed. Then it's all yeah, kind of it's crammed together, be squeezed together pretty tight. Yeah, to get all this stuff in here. Um, but yeah, so there was a couple modes of transportation. There was there was that train that looped around the whole thing. Yeah. Um. There also was a gondola system that went across the uh, across the whole park. Okay. Uh, and then there was literal like a horse drawn like like uh what do you call it like uh from the old west like the carriages from the old west they called those something but they didn't call them carriage wagons yeah. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. So they got a wagon you could ride across the whole park, which sounds like, and they even had mules. You could ride mules through the Rocky Mountains. That was one of the rides. It's like let's just ride some. He also had his through the old Rockies. buddies from high school that you could just jump on their back and they'd carry <laughs> they'd you across carry the country. You know, yeah, you can jump on that guy's back. He's got good hips. He can take care of He's it. He's got wide <laughs> hips. Just why don't you go jump on Cinderella over there? All the mascots are rideable. You just jump on. You see. <laughs> Okay, so, so I, wait, what year is this opening? How uh, well? What's the what's the time span between like getting the land and opening? Uh, Did it open? So they got the land in uh, 1958. Okay, uh, and they started construction. They opened it in 1960. So it did open. Yeah, wow, it did two open. years. It ran for four years. Okay, um, and they were some interesting years. Um, so first of all, when they opened it, a very similar launch to uh, the Disneyland launch. Um, not great. Um, because a lot of stuff was just not yeah. done. And so at this point, a lot of people, a lot of critics started saying, well, maybe CV Wood is the problem. Uh, this is your oh. fourth park that's launched. That's not kind of great. like a failure, but not like a, not a failure, but like, you know, a failure. Um, that's what my dad says about me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like not a failure, but like not a, but not like, a success. Either. It's like a failure, but like not a failure, you know, you like, know a failure. Saying, like a failure. <laughs> my dad doesn't say that about me. <laughs> My dad says I'm a huge success. Yeah, your <laughs> wife says that about you, though. <laughs> That's the difference. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, that's okay. She won't hear that. She doesn't listen. To that. <laughs> so when they when they launched, uh, a lot of rides were not done. Uh, a lot mm. of construction was still like in progress in the park when they launched sure. it. Um, but the the cool thing about it is they had the problem with the. They stole your ride them. <laughs> Hey, we're still working done, on this, but you can go ahead and get you, on. Uh, you want to try it? <laughs> you can try it out. Yeah, less of a hill, more of a ramp. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so it's, it's um, uh, we'll let you do it. Yeah, who give, cares? Give it a shot. It's, it's freedom testing. land. Freedom land. Yeah, do whatever we, you want. We can't tell you no. <laughs> <laughs> Legally, <laughs> we can't, can't tell, tell you, you no. no. <laughs> uh, can you carry me across this park? You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Uh, will you let my friend punch you in the face? You bet. <laughs> you bet. My pleasure. My <laughs> <laughs> uh, Can I have a name for this order? Why? <laughs> just want to know who's punching me, I guess. So the cool thing about this one is that he had the cement problem again. He laid the cement too late, <laughs> um, so it wasn't dry. But the what's great about it is this land uh, used to be a landfill, uh, and so there are reports, multiple reports, not one report, multiple. multiple reports of springs from box springs mattresses just shooting up from <laughs> under the concrete and tripping people. <laughs> Ding. And you got him running around just like stomping on him. Stomping hey, on the hey, it's day. like whack-a-mole. <laughs> yeah, if you stop too hard, it'll shoot you up. You know, it just yeah, I just I can't believe I, like I can't think of a more ridiculous scenario than mattress springs <laughs> mattress springs shooting up through the floor of your through the cement of your theme park. Um, so so needless to say hmm. uh, this one didn't launch very well either, right? Um, and it got a pretty mixed reviews. The public, we're, we're aware of the mattress springs. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I need to let you all know that there are springs in the concrete. <laughs> They are a ride. Uh, jump on them. <laughs> jump on them. That's one of our transportation. Of It'll take you to the other side of the park. <laughs> you know. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the critics hated it. They thought it was um, historically inaccurate because that was that was a big part. They wanted it to be a lot of history. So every region you came to was that region during a specific point in history. <laughs> People were like, wait a minute. <laughs> I already know what history they were botching. All right, <laughs> yeah. and so the critics were like, "This is historically inaccurate." There's springs everywhere. Yeah, um, half the rides aren't open, and they're still letting people ride them. Uh, and so the critics hated it, but the public loved it. The public was like, really? "USA!" Oh, like, I guess yeah, patriotism was high then. Yeah, they were yeah. they were amped about it, and so the public. There was like one person, like they like a reporter asked them. <clears throat> Asked, yeah, asked I mean, right outside my house, there are mattress springs coming out of my yard, <laughs> and so it was crazy that they got that detail they right. Got that, they, you know? like down to the detail. Uh, no, he, they asked him. They said, uh, "He said, you know, I've been to Disneyland, and I've been here." He said, "I think they outdid Disneyland." Um, so high praise. Um, wow, high praise from the general public. Sure, they loved it. Um, 
but some of the some of the park was a bit problematic. Like there was historical inaccuracies left yeah. and right. Yeah. Um, obviously, um, I'm sure you probably can assume a lot of it was from the old West era um, that f- painted the native population as just like these real bad guys and oh, everybody else was route. like a hero. Um, they yeah. went the wild, wild west. The Cowboys mm-hmm. were taming the thing because they also yeah. could have gone the route that my elementary school did in that we were all pals, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they, they didn't really do anything like that. They did uh, uh, They did have this like Tartaria exhibit where it was like, yeah, this was all here when we got here. I'm kidding. Shut I'm up. messing oh with you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, don't you give me them. I did for a second. I was like, I don't give them hope on that. <laughs> uh, how did they treat the South? Uh, so the South was interesting because they just had a giant New Orleans exhibit. Oh, so the South was pretty much all New Orleans. There was a Civil War thing, but it was just a shooting range. Like you just got oh, there, okay. and just got to shoot. Uh, have you seen the old commercials for the Stampede in yeah. Branson? No. The old one where it's like the friendly rivalry between the South and the oh, North, God. and it's like, oh uh, yeah. I don't think it was friendly. Friendly <laughs> rivalry, indeed. <laughs> Yikes. That's what I'm no. saying. Like just yeah, stuff they like didn't that. Really, they didn't really touch on that. The only like Civil War thing was that shooting range. Um, but they, they did actually they had a pirate like a pirate ship ride mm. in um, uh, in the New Orleans that was actually purchased by Knott's Berry Farm and they still run it. Oh, hey. um, and that that ride was actually the inspiration for the pirates ride in Disneyland um, really? and they like originally Disney wanted to make that like a much more fun and like upbeat ride like most of Disney. But then he saw the Freedom Land and how dark it was, and he was like, kind of like that. And so then they. So wait, Walt Disney went to Freedom Land. Yeah, yeah, because he was. He was like, I hate this like, guy. He's like, I hate this guy. Let's see him fail. Let's see uh, what he did. Yeah, he's like, I want to see him fail. Oh dang it! This is really good. <laughs> Man, shouldn't have fired him. Instead, let's just steal it. Yeah, he's walking around. He's like, he's like, I can't <clears throat> believe he got the details down to the springs down on the, the floor in the Bronx. In the, look at those shoes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's got newer shoes than we've got. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> so, uh, so let's just let's just go on a tour. So the the whole idea you came in through New York, okay. and it was 1930s New York. Uh, you drop in there, um, and it's like similar to when you get to Disneyland and you walk in, and it's like all the shops and the restaurants yeah. and stuff. You ever been to Vegas? Their their whole New York thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. S- similar concept. Uh, and so the whole idea was you walk in and you do your shopping and stuff, and then you have to carry your stuff around the whole park the rest of the day. Um, and so in there. Um, uh, you know, random shops, random like ice cream parlor, like a couple small rides. Um, nothing crazy in this part. There was mm-hmm. like a tugboats ride and like a little horse. But like you're in New York, so you don't got to go to New York. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they're like, we saw this, but like they're like real. Like, man, look at that. That looks just like wow. The Empire State. <laughs> Wow. It's just like that, but way smaller and cheaper. Yeah, um. <laughs> this in the Bronx. <laughs> uh, so the most important part of this is uh, they had a Welch's grape juice bar. What? Um, so you just get the That's first thing real. I think every time I get to an amusement park is man. I wish I had some grape juice, but what's the bar? <laughs> Why is there? Because there's one option. <laughs> you know, it's not like they're like you can have grape what juice you have or <laughs> Grape juice, <laughs> you know, like what are they? Yeah, you sit down. Hey, what do what are you having? What are you and having? you're like, well, um, oh, well, hold on. Hold on. Um, <laughs> you got like the dark lit <laughs> thing, and he's got his hat down, and he's like, yeah, let's do. Uh, <clears throat> hit me with a grape, please. <laughs> Which is also what I'm gonna do from now it, on, forever. If I go to a restaurant when I'm out on the road, please. I'm just gonna sit with my hat, like hat down, and you're just <laughs> like, uh, yeah, um, been a long day. <laughs> you guys got any uh, grape? Grape soda? <laughs> what if you ask for a grape soda at like an Applebee's? They'd give it to you. Do they have grape soda? I'm sure they do. You're, sure, you're they do. sure they I do. I'm sure they do. Let's go after this. Let's go to Applebee's. They do not this. have grape soda. There's a really nice Applebee's will, down the road. <laughs> <laughs> I will bet you. I'll bet you a hundred dollars. They don't have it. Right, let's go. Let's just call them. We don't have to go. We can go. I don't. I don't want to. Gosh, you and your problem. Okay. Anyways, so hey, you want to uh, grab lunch after this? Though? So after you get yeah. So after you get your you think Hawaiian bros has grape bro. Yeah, grape yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro. Hey, should we should we invite Alex? Okay, cool. 
<laughs> I tried to last time. Here's the thing. Alex lives across the street from the place that Tim and I go to lunch ah, every day. So uh, most days, a lot of days mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. So I uh, text Alex last week and was yeah. like, hey, but my service is really bad in that part of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did not send until we were leaving. Yeah, yeah. And at that point, <clears throat> I hope it was, you still went. It was great because he he texted him after we left and said, oh, my service is really bad. <laughs> After we left, I was like, dang, we should have invited Alex. And then I text him and was like, hey, man, we're going to lunch right now. You want to go? Yeah. And, and then, then later, I was like, later, oh, it's just because oh, my, my service services. Is so bad. You know, I was over in the Bronx <laughs> and uh, didn't have any service. So they had a Welch's grape juice bar. They had the Welch's grape juice bar. And then, so that's that's all in New York. And so you you hop on the little train okay. and you go to Old Chicago. Old Chicago was in oh. 1871 the pizza Chicago. Place? Old yeah. Chicago? Yeah, the actual Old Chicago. <laughs> uh, and so you went to 1871 Chicago. Um, which the significant thing about That's this, what is, I call this the is city of Chicago is the pizza place, <laughs> the pizza place. Uh, the, the significant thing about choosing this date was it's the year of the great Chicago fire. Oh. And so in really good taste, <laughs> they had burnt up buildings and stuff. Yeah, in really good taste. They had a ride where it was the fire and they literally set the built Chicago on fire and they had like uh, like stage hands that ran around and put the fire out and there's one part where they had the pumps and the kids got to go run the pumps to put the Chicago fire out and the best part of the whole thing that you're making this up. This is 100% true. <laughs> this is 100% This true. is a ride. This is a ride. Well, they're like, you know what? <laughs> Remember that huge disaster that killed tons of people in Chicago and like the city almost didn't bounce back yeah. from it. Let's just make it fun. He actually said in an interview, he said uh, he said the Great Chicago Fire was devastating for the city of Chicago, but really, really helpful for our theme park. <laughs> <laughs> I think he actually said and that's why I think he said he said very amusing for our theme park. He, so the best part amusing though, the best part. The best part was um, that area of old Chicago. One of the characters that they had running around um, <laughs> I don't even know what you're going to say. I don't like it though. <laughs> so there was uh, there was the prevailing theory after the fire was that there was um, this Irish American immigrant in Chicago who had a barn in Chicago and she was milking her cow one night and she knocked over an oil lamp that started the fire and burnt the city down and hey. she survived and she faced a ton of ridicule like this was an actual like named individual that they named in the paper um, after her death. The reporter came out and said he made the story up. Um, and so her Just ruined her life. Yeah, her and the whole Irish community like faced a ton of like like really serious like ridicule for decades because of this reporter just made this up. Yeah, and this was like confirmed false for decades by the time this park opened up, but CV Wood was like, yeah, let's have her run around the park and like literally the engagement that they encouraged with the kids is to like ridicule the lady who started the fire punch her in the <laughs> face. <laughs> <laughs> It's freedom land. You can do whatever you want. It's free, whatever you want. Kill her if you want to. <laughs> like, wait, what? Set her on fire. What did you just say, CV? Yeah, take her out. Like, what the heck, man? Uh, so, so someone's job at this theme park, yeah, was to get dressed as a milk maiden, show up, and just get made fun of by children all day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Just have children come up and be like, "You started the fire." <laughs> But is that is that as far as they would go? I don't know. I mean, it was the sixties. I don't know how good insults were back then. Ah. I don't know if they got there yet. Like, you that's know, true. insults have evolved. If they were like, "Hey, you look like a fire starter," <laughs> you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bazinga yeah. or whatever. I wonder. <laughs> said that. I don't know. Uh, so there's a bunch of shops, but a few other rides. There was like a Great Lakes cruise that that's went around Chicago. the Great Lakes. There, they had a bus um, that yeah. would pull up and dump its poop. <laughs> You know, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, just a bunch of random Chicago themed rides. There was a Hallmark card shop there. Um, really? Yeah, which was kind of random. Uh, and then you went to the Great Plains. Well, you know, it's Kansas City Company. Yeah, I know. But it, this is Chicago, not Kansas City. Okay. Um, so then, then you ride the train to the Great Plains. Um, and, and the Great Plains are. are themed uh, through the 19th century, 1803 to 1900. Yeah. Um, and I mean the great expansion the yeah, yeah, so there's all these forts all these like cowboy themed stuff mm-hmm. all this really poor uh, Native American history stuff uh, just not really well done. My most favorite part of this side of the park 
was <laughs> Borden's Milk Bar because nothing says, you know what? My grape juice is all gone. I could go for a glass of milk. <laughs> Dude, people who drink like a glass of milk, um, I think they should be on the FBI's most wanted list. It's scary. A hundred percent. Especially like you consider like it's like a hot summer day, like 94 Dude, out. And there are you're people like, who are like, a yeah. glass of milk, but here's what's worse. Not only people who would drink a glass of milk, but people who would make that skim milk. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. All right. Skim milk, half water, half milk. Okay. <laughs> half water, half skin, half. Oh, you said skin you didn't milk? say skin milk. Skin I thought you milk. said skin. milk. You went skin <laughs> milk. That's the joke you want to make. That's disgusting. All right. You're drinking it. And you're like, I mean, I made fun of that lady in Chicago, but she's got a good product, you know? <laughs> Uh, anyways, milk bar. Yeah, so the Great Plains that they're, they're okay, really but which is weirder? What? <laughs> Been a long day. <laughs> Can I get a glass of milk? <laughs> I'm going to do it because <laughs> you That's know funny. Applebee's has milk. They do for sure. I've done it. Uh, <laughs> I would love some boneless wings and a glass of milk, please. A tall glass of milk. Yeah, uh, no, a pint. Can please. I get a pitcher? Can, of I milk? Get a, can I get a pitcher of milk? Yeah, and a dollarita for the lady. <laughs> Oh my gosh! It's so what is it? Milk and margarita night. Let's go. Uh, I'm crying. So, oh, so the planes had just like it was like a bunch of shooting ranges. Like, what uh, would you do very... if you were at a, if you were at a restaurant with someone and the other person with you ordered a glass of milk? Uh, I'd probably judge them internally, but you wouldn't say anything. No, would you? Yeah, probably. To the server. What are you gonna say to the server? I don't know. Whatever their code is, you know, like they got it, like you know, what I'm talking about, or you, like they got a code yeah. that's like, a, hey, can I get like a this kind of cocktail? And it's like a please call the police. Yeah, fire. <laughs> <laughs> you stand up and shout fire. Fire! <laughs> Your friend is like, what? This now, guy ordered milk. This guy ordered milk. Now, true psychopaths drink. This is I know that we're too much. We're spending mm. too much time on milk right now, <laughs> but true psychopaths do ice in their milk. Yeah, way worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, That's a disgusting. whole different. That anyway, go ahead. Whole new level. Hey, have you ever heard of Tillin podcast merch? That's right. We've got a full merch store of Tillin branded tees, mugs, stickers, hoodies, a lot more. And we put out new designs with every episode, but those are only available for a limited time. So you got to get those while they're hot. Text Tillin to 66866 to get access to our exclusive merchandise. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Man, today I'm having one of those days where I'm just about at the end of the day and I'm thinking, man, I wish I had more time. Have you ever had a day like that where you're like, oh, there's not enough hours in the day? But that got me thinking, what would I do if I had more hours in the day? And the reality is most of us would probably fill it up with the same stuff and at the end say, man, I wish I had more hours in the day. The reality is, if you're not making time for the things that you want to make time for, there's other stuff that's going to squeeze its way in, and you're going to find yourself wishing you were spending time on other stuff anyways. That's where therapy can be helpful. Uh, having someone you can talk to to say, hey, what are my priorities in my life, and how do I make those priorities in my life, and someone who can hold you accountable to keeping those priorities priorities. I know my counselor and I have been on a journey for a few years now, and it's been so helpful to have someone to talk and sort through life with. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. I say this a lot, but I cannot recommend therapy enough. If you're thinking of starting therapy, maybe give BetterHelp a try. It's 100% online. It's designed from the top to bottom to be convenient, uh, and you can fit literally any schedule. Speaking of schedules, BetterHelp fits literally any schedule, so it's super valuable for people like me. (laughs) 
who have a hard time fitting things into their schedule. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. So there, there wasn't much else in the plains. Like there was like a bunch of There's like a milk bar and yeah. bad history. <laughs> yeah, it was just a bunch of fields and a milk bar in the middle of it. <laughs> like we came all the way out here for this. Well, I um, mean that's that's <laughs> super accurate though. <laughs> that's pretty much like our drive through <laughs> Kansas. No, yeah. So they, they 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 had a few rides, but they were all like I mean they were just old west themed rides. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> roller coasters were boring. Yeah. There's no hills. <laughs> This is a flat a roller flat coaster, coaster. <laughs> and people are like, ah, <laughs> that's a good ride. Please exit to your left. Good ride. Good ride. Yeah. yeah. Glad we're here. Yeah. Uh, so then next was San Francisco. It was uh, um, we well, had to go through the mountains first. Well, yeah, and so that was part of the 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 plains, the, the plains the district, and that, that's where you rode the donkeys through the mountains if you wanted to. Um, and then, uh, then How was San Francisco. The you know, I don't know a few feet. I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> they are uh, here. I'll pull up a picture of them while I start talking about real, real picture or the map. Real picture. Yeah, show us some real pictures of this place. Uh, there's not a lot because I mean it was the early 60s, so like to get a picture taken, like you had to have like someone with a big old camera show up and or a canvas. Can you paint a picture of this theme park for me? Um, I saw one of these mountains earlier. Let's see if I can find it. Um, but uh, so San Francisco, while I'm looking for this, San Francisco was set in 1906. Okay. Um, and uh, in San Francisco, there was like they had uh, some of the like iconic points in San Francisco, like Chinatown. Um, they had a root beer bar. Uh, so. Interesting. A little bit more. When you're done with your milk. When you're done with your milk, if you save your milk, you can put it your root beer in it. And you got a root beer float. That's not how root beer <laughs> floats. Really. You're gonna put warm milk in there. Yeah, I, I just spent. I've had, I got this milk two hours and ago. Like you gotta hold that milk while you're riding on the donkey too. So it's like <laughs> spilled milk all over yourself. <laughs> um. So the. Uh, uh. But here's the most. The most significant part of it. I'm pulling up. So, this. San Francisco set in 1903. Yeah, 1906. Okay. Here's Emperor your, Norton's there. Emperor Norton is there. Here's your uh, here's your mountains, uh, and this is one of your wagons traveling through the mountains. Why do you say it like it's mine? Like you're like here you go. Here's what you've asked for. It is what you've asked for. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you see the but train, look how many people there the are. Like that there. train is full, and yeah, I mean, it was relative. So this popular. isn't this is the mountain. I see where there's rocks and yeah, they just piled up a bunch of rocks. This was the landfill that they just covered in rocks. Yeah, like make it so no one can see the mattresses. Yeah, um, spray paint the mattresses silver. <laughs> make them look a little more rocky. <laughs> but I mean, like it, they put effort into it at least. Like it looks, yeah, it looks, it looks coolish. Sure. Um. But yeah, so 1906 uh, uh, San Francisco, and this was significant um, because <laughs> that was the year of the great San Francisco earthquake. What is this deal? <laughs> and so again, uh, they made this big old San Francisco earthquake ride, and that was um, the the main attraction. He was like, listen, it's pretty bad. Yeah, for San Francisco <laughs> super amusing for us, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same thing, um, and so you went through and it was a ride where you like um, it was like a little car ride and then you went in the building and you drove through and then like the power went out and everything started shaking and like you saw stuff falling over and a fire started and you got to put up the fire and make fun of the lady who started the earthquake. Lady. Yeah, <laughs> she started the earthquake. <laughs> I was just milking my cow. <laughs> Set I, off a whole I seismic must, activities. I, I must have milked too hard. <laughs> I was shaking the plectonic plates. <laughs> I just whoops. Uh, so again, just picking out a tra- tragedy and making a theme park ride out of it. Yeah, um, and then you went through the old Southwest. Nothing super interesting there Cacti. except for they did have a, just a herd of uh, bulls 
uh, that were just roaming around and they're like, look, this is what it's like in Texas. Um, like, don't get too close. Yeah, watch out. Uh, then he went through New Orleans where there was we, we already talked about a bit about New Orleans. I'm surprised there, he knew more for Texas because he's from there. Well, there was there was rides, but there's nothing interesting there. Right? How many rides like total some, were there? Uh, I think there was 89. Oh my goodness. That's very that's a big park. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then New Orleans had a tornado adventure. <laughs> so you just got to experience what it's like to die in a tornado. Does New, or- does New Orleans have tornadoes? No, um, but it was the closest region to tornado alley in the park. I mean, I guess Texas probably would have made more sense, but yeah. um, and then Florida uh, instead of you know doing something for Florida. He was like this is satellite city and he was like this is what the world's going to be like in the future. Oh, <clears throat> and so wait the, did Walt Disney <clears throat> like that one too? Uh, yeah, it inspired Epcot. Um, did it really? I, I don't know. Uh, it could have or Tomorrowland. I don't know. I don't I don't think it did, but who knows but on paper. It didn't sure in reality. Probably maybe. I mean, it's in Florida. Yeah, it's in Bronx's Florida, um, <laughs> but uh, uh, so yeah, they had like a Cape Canaveral thing where you like got to see what it was like to launch the rockets and then all this educational stuff about space and then just like some random like they had the moon bowl where it was like a big theater that they would simulate traveling to space inside a theater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this would be like if we went to space in a theater. <laughs> I know it doesn't feel like much. Uh, and then they had they called it the satellite turnpike. So it was um, a freeway of the future. Uh, you just drove Tesla's around. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyways, that's a, that's an overview of the park. A lot of problematic rides, a lot of weird stuff. Uh, it lasted for four years. Yeah, what happened? So because it was popular. Yeah, but they opened it severely in debt. It cost them uh, an insane amount of money to build this. Um, it was a little too ambitious, uh, and so they realized right away. They said, "Okay, first season we launch, we have to have two million visitors to break even." Jeez. Um, and the thing about building a park in New York versus what Disneyland did was it had to be seasonal. Like there was going to be a part of the year where, where you, can't. you can't run the park. Yep. And so um, they had to cram those two million people into just a few months in the, the warm months in New York. Um, <clears throat> well, they didn't do it. They got 1.5, um, which uh, put them in a pretty bad financial situation that um, for the next three years, they just struggled to get out of. And so of the next two years, they built a lot of attractions, rehab some areas. There was a section of future land where they put one of those moving walkways from the airport in there, and they were like, look at that. Yeah, from the <laughs> airport. <laughs> look at that. We took it from JFK. Yeah. <laughs> And you just go to JFK and there's just an empty <laughs> part of the hallway. You're like, what the heck? And there's just a lady with her cow walking and around. Like, I didn't do I it. I didn't do the fire. <laughs> and TSA's like, what fire? Come with us. Dude, that lady, <laughs> you know, I went on a ghost tour and there was just like, like a lady in the corner who was like, I didn't start the fire. <laughs> and we're like, what are you talking about, old lady? You know? Uh, so, uh, but then the fourth year is my favorite because then the fourth year they realized they didn't have enough money to open this season at all. And so, but they did. They were like, well, we could maybe do it if we opened just on the weekends. And so that's what they did because they was they said, hey, we won't. We'll just run the power on the weekend, have the water on the weekend, the staff on the weekend. We're fine. Worlds of fun exists. Yeah, I'm just thinking of all the theme parks that exist. <laughs> I, when was the last time you went to Worlds of Fun? Have you I've ever never been? been to Worlds of Fun. No. Yeah. Anyway, um, but uh, uh, so they just ran it on the weekend. We should go. But when they opened in season, guests came during the weekdays, and so they were like, "Well, people are here," and so they hired like a skeleton people crew. People showed up on the weekdays. Yeah, they didn't know. I mean, it's there's no internet, yeah. so people are just like, "Let's go down to Freedom Land," and they drove down in their automobiles uh, yes. <laughs> down to Freedom Freedom Land. Oh yes, let's head on down to Freedom Land. And they got there, and there's a bunch of cars in the parking lot, so they walk up to the turnstiles. And no one was there, uh, but the owners of the park were like, "Well, hey, if we just hire a skeleton crew to man the turnstiles, we can charge everyone a quarter to come in and see the park when it's closed." And so they just let everybody into a park that was off, <laughs> and just let them just walk around for a quarter <laughs> and just do whatever you want. I guess like just go, just look at it. I 
I'm here to punch people. <laughs> They're off today, Tim. Why don't you come back on Saturday? We'll let you punch a lady who's pretending to milk a cow. Where is the milk? We'll let you punch the cow too. <laughs> we'll let you do it. We won't tell. For a quarter. <laughs> For a quarter. That'll cost you a quarter. Um, I just, I just love the, the. Well, people are here. Let's just let them in, but not let them do anything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like that's like if Best Buy was like, yeah, come on in, but don't buy anything. It's like a Circuit City was just like. <laughs> We're only open you on the can, weekends. You can still get in the building, but you can get a tour, yeah. a self-guided tour, self-guided tour through Circuit City. Oh, cool! Do you have one of those headsets that tells me about stuff? No, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, if I come on Saturday, would you? No, <laughs> no. no, no. You can buy a Walkman. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to Radio Shack. <laughs> uh, so eventually, the uh, the theme park got shut down because they ran out of money. They went bankrupt. Yeah. Um, can't pay the bills with quarters. Yeah, uh, and the guy who uh, owned it uh, built a bunch of condos. And what's really? Do you have the satellite pulled up? Of sorry, do you have the satellite pulled up of what this is now? I don't have a satellite, but I do have a picture of it. I'm pulling it up right now. Of what exists now? Yeah. Oh, and cool. so they just put a bunch of. I mean, I I, I struggle to call these tenements or. I want to call them tenements. I struggle to call them condos. Okay, uh, it's called co-op city, um, and so it's like uh, it's a bunch of. Oh my gosh, this is taking forever to download. Uh, it's it's a a lot a lot of. Is it because you're still streaming Prices Right? <laughs> Tim was just watching Prices Right at the office this morning, taking, By up, taking up all the Wi-Fi. <laughs> Like nothing was working. <laughs> I was trying to do work. I was here. You weren't here. getting stuff done. I literally, early. I literally thought I was like, how funny would it be if everyone walked in to shoot today and I was just in here watching prices right while I worked. Yeah, and so I did. Well, here's my question: <coughs> Drew Carey or Bob Barker episodes? It was a new episode. It was like live TV. I was streaming live TV, so it's true. So, anyway, See? so here's Co-op City. Um, uh, so just a bunch of like high-rise apartment buildings. Okay. Um. And here's what's interesting and a is nuclear plant. <laughs> what's interesting about it is it seems like uh, this isn't modern. No, yeah, he built. I mean, it was 1964 when they I went know, under. I'm, I'm so looking shortly at this after. picture, this picture looks 2008, 2010. Yeah, you want a newer picture? I want a sky view. You know? Okay, let's see if this is sky view. Like I want like a Google Maps. I want to see the Great Lakes. Is what I mean. Oh, uh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to see what the layout looks like now. You might be able to see him in this one. Um, if you listen close at night in some of these buildings, you can still hear that lady. Oh, so yeah. It, and here's the thing. The, it seems like this was the guy's plan from the beginning because um, to do condos there to do condos there. It seemed like the guy who invested in it just needed something some way for it to make a little bit of money for a few years until he was ready to build the condos. Interesting. Um, and so there's like this conspiracy that he was really just just waiting to build yeah, those buildings condos. look terrible though. They all look the same. Yeah, I mean, it's it's your stereotypical like old. Um, uh, but the landscaping looks great. Looks very green. I know? mean, I think that's just natural landscaping. Okay. All right, I've got them the satellite up. Okay. I'll pull it up. Um, this is co-op city. Yeah, and so a lot of the area around it has since been developed to other stuff. I okay. don't know if maybe this was the lakes. I don't know. That's that's definitely zoom like out a normal further river. That's a normal river. Um, yeah, I don't see anything that would wait. Suggest go back out. that there was a lake anywhere. How that whole little area right there co-op city. That's how big it was. Yeah. There's not even a shape there anymore. You can't even tell. Yeah. So here's an Aldi. It was probably like <laughs> four or five hundred Aldis. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, zoom in a little bit because I think we might be looking at this thing upside down as well. I think that uh, that little loop at the bottom is Florida. You know this? what I'm saying? No. Up. That. This. Nope. Up. There you go. That is Florida. This is Florida. Yeah. So that means that that little above the co-op city to the, to the left would be the Great Lakes. 
Can I rotate this? I don't think so. Uh, so the Great Lakes would be over here somewhere? Right above Harry S. Truman High School. In the freeway? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't see anything that looks Great Lakey. I mean, maybe this. I don't know. Just fill in with some trees. Huh. So that's, I mean, that that's smaller than what I was even picturing, too. <clears throat> yeah, it's not. And I doubt that interstate was there then, was it? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. So they, it's probably like some of They've this. They've developed it, re, yeah. you know, they took the mountains out. I think there's a decent chance like some of this might have been a part of it as well. Oh, okay. Maybe. Huh. I don't know how long this river has been here. Pretty weird. Yeah. I mean, you there's little, there's almost no, no, like, evidence that this was ever here. Yeah. So that's well. It's been a crazy. long time too, though. So yeah, and it's also New York. So New York, you know, I mean, it does. Uh, so so Zeckendorf is the guy's the owner's name. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. It's Zeckendorf. Zeckendorf. Yeah, that's his first name. <laughs> his last name is Smith. <laughs> yeah, Zeckendorf. Wait by Zeke. Yeah. So he. I mean, he was a guy who. I mean, he owned the Chrysler Building. And oh, so like really? he was building all these huge skyscrapers all over the city and then he, so it makes sense that he was just trying to get something that would maybe help him break even on a plot of land. Yeah, he held this huge plot of land for a really knowing long that time. it was going to it was going to yeah, get and so he hired the guy who had a couple failed uh, theme parks on his resume and, and said, there's no way he can make a theme park that works about. great, right? Yeah, and then um, just a couple years after it closed down the co-op city was open. Uh, to the public, and so it was. And CV during all their meetings was like, "Man, this park's just not going to work, man. We, just, we might have to run bankruptcy." Mm-hmm. And Zeckendorf was over there, like, mm-hmm. 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 "That'd be a really big bummer." Yeah, that would you know, be. I'm really sad about this. That'd be too bad. What if we only opened on the weekends this year? What if we charged a quarter? Yeah, maybe lower the prices. Lower the price a lot. Yeah. What if we let people in for free? Yeah, it's Freedom Land, right? It's yeah. in the name. How many more employees can we kill? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. These old New York developers, they, they were they monsters, were, ruthless. They were crazy. They yeah. were crazy. So, um, yeah. So, he, he did, the, he did this, the, the co-op city, and that was kind of the end of Freeland USA. So, what happened to CV, though? What does he move on to? Uh, he uh, died. Did he really? <laughs> I mean, eventually. What year? <laughs> uh, he died he in... He moved on to death? <laughs> you know, the next rug of my career. <laughs> Is death uh, ninety one? I think. Oh, so that's what I'm saying. What did he do for the last thirty years of his life? Wait, hold on. Sixteen? Oh, hold on. Let me go up. So I'm saying ninety two. He died in ninety two. Was one of his rides. He's like, listen, and for this next ride, you're gonna come to my funeral, <laughs> right? <laughs> Cost you a quarter to get in. What did he like? Did, is this the last thing he did? Is what I'm asking. Uh, no. Um, I mean, it's the last like prominent thing that he did. Okay. Uh, after that, he did. Uh, he taught a class about transcendental meditation uh, for like a couple decades. Interesting. Um, yeah, he did. He worked for the McCollum Motors Company, huh. uh, which was a sponsor of Freedom Land. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, this is this is significant. I forgot about this. Um, he uh, told the McCulloch Motors Company that London, like the city of London, agreed to allow them to move the London Bridge to America for an ad for McCulloch Motors. <laughs> he was like, yeah, they said it was cool. <laughs> yeah, I just called him. I called London. Uh, <laughs> turns out if you just type in one eight hundred and then just type the you know because the numbers are on the keypad. And you yeah. just type the five, six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, kids don't know how to text like that. Mm-hmm. And then, well, anyway, um, it's called London. I think they actually pulled it off, though. Now that I'm reading this, <laughs> what? Uh, so the London Bridge, uh, after 130 years of service, uh, was being replaced, and so he, he got he purchased. That's what they it. call the Queen. They. <laughs> After 130 years of service, so they purchased it and they dismantled it stone by stone before no. they built the new one in, in its place, and they transported it to us and reassembled it in Arizona. No, this they doesn't did not. sound real. And he was like, for a car commercial. <laughs> what is this? 
are we learning something on the podcast right now? There's no way this is real. Are you kidding? But me? why would you want that in a commercial? Like what was what would be the point? All right, here we go. History channel. How how the London Bridge ended up in Arizona. Is it still there? <laughs> I don't know. This is crazy. We have to do it. Let's do this as the after the fiddle. Let's just figure okay. this out later. That's great. That's great. If you're a Patreon supporter, you get access to a thing called after the fiddle. Yeah. Um, and the one for this week is going to be yeah. whatever this is for a quarter. You get to see for what a an quarter. episode is like with the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the lights on, I guess, really, <laughs> because if you're an audio listener, you don't know that we do this in the dark. You yeah, know, we do every episode in the dark. <laughs> what if we just uploaded black videos <laughs> to YouTube, and we're like, yeah, we're it's there. Support us on Patreon for videos with the lights. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, here's the deal. It just, I don't know. What? <laughs> Was whatever just happened? This is the Bronx, man. Uh, fiddle off this guy. Oh, really? We're done. We're done. Fiddle oh, off. you didn't even do a creative fiddle off. Yeah, I just fiddle them off. Things I learned last night is a production of Space Tim Media. Produced by Christian Taylor. Audio is edited by Alex Garnett. Video by Connor Betts. Social media is run by Caleb Walker. And graphic design by Caleb Goldberg. Our hosts are Jaron Myers and Tim Stone. Please follow us on social media at Tillin Podcast. That's T-I-L-L-N Podcast. Leave a review, comment, subscribe, wherever you are. Thank you for listening to Things I Learned Last Night. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Hey, we're about halfway through quarter one, which means pretty much all of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions already. <laughs> and look, I get it. It becomes really easy this time of year to start skipping out on the things that you committed to. But I have a secret for you. Therapy can help you find your strengths so you can ditch extreme resolutions and make changes that really stick. I know my therapist helps me find all the areas where not only I need to work, but areas where I'm doing a good job and can uh, continue to excel in those areas. And it's super helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist or switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com slash Tillin today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Tillin, T-I-L-L-N. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode.